This is the Business of College Sports podcast with your host, the founder of businessofcollegesports.com, Christy Dosh. Find her on Twitter and Instagram at sportsbizmiss. Welcome to the Business of College Sports podcast. I'm your host, Christy Dosh, the Sports Biz Miss. And today I have invited former UGA football player Aaron Murray back to the podcast because I think what they are doing over at the Players Lounge is interesting. It's innovative. It's been a huge benefit to student athletes who have been involved with them. So last time I had Aaron on, they were getting ready to do their very first launch of their NFTs. They had partnered with former UGA standouts to create these NFTs. And then they had also partnered with current UGA football players to promote the launch of the NFTs. They ended up paying out $28,000 thousand dollars to each of the student athletes that were involved in that based on the sales they were splitting sales 50 50 with the student athletes they had over three hundred thousand dollars in sales absolutely incredible launch it didn't hurt that (laughs) university of georgia made it into the national championship uh and won the national championship actually the sale was just before the national championship game so they hadn't won yet but uh an incredible time to be doing this launch obviously And now they've taken what they started at UGA and they're moving to other schools, LSU, Texas, Texas A&M, Oklahoma. Um, Those four were announced maybe a month or two ago at this point. And now they've got more schools coming online as well. They've also started doing different things with the athletes at University of Georgia. They are growing so fast and doing so many new things. I'm going to stop trying to tell you about it, and I'm going to let Aaron tell you about it. I was able to interview Aaron recently over on Collegiate Sports Connect. For those of you who aren't on Collegiate Sports Connect yet, quick side note, they should definitely sign up there. If you work in the world of college athletics, you're going to want to be there. It is like a supercharged version of LinkedIn for those of you who work in and around college athletics. And We do interviews over there every single day. There's new content every day, and I'm honored to be one of the hosts over on Collegiate Sports Connect. So this is an interview that I did with Aaron for Collegiate Sports Connect, but I had to share it over here with my audience as well because I learned so much about the upcoming plans the Players Lounge has, and I am excited for them and the student-athletes that this is going to impact. So without further ado, I give you my interview with Aaron Murray. Aaron Murray, welcome. So glad to have you here today for Collegiate Sports Connect and also for Business of College Sports. Thanks for coming. Yeah, thanks for having me. So many of us know you as a former UGA football player. You and I are friends, despite the fact that I'm a Florida grad. (laughs) And you've been doing some really interesting stuff lately with the Players Lounge. Tell us a little bit about how the Players Lounge came to be. Yeah, so it was for my former teammates, Ty Fricks, Trent Fricks, Keith Marshall, myself, uh, and really got to give credit to Ty. Ty was my roommate, probably one of the smartest dudes I know, and really big into the whole crypto space. So he, uh, for the past couple of years, was actually mining Ethereum from his basement. So really the, the, the brainiacs of the crew when we were back in college there in Athens, he hit me up back in November uh, or October, November-ish and said, hey, I got this idea for this project in which, hey, we want to build players' brands. We want to find a way to connect fans with athletes in a very authentic way that essentially humanizes the players. You know, because so many you know fans look at these players, they just see football player, they see basketball player, they see baseball player. That's who you are. You get kind of put into this box. And we we aren't just 
athletes. We are, we love Netflix and video games and uh, spike ball and fashion and, and so many other interests that, hey, we want to find a way to really build those brands and help those kids, kids build those brands uh, while connecting with the fans and then while also engaging with this whole new NIL world. So what we did was since Ty had such a vast knowledge of, of cryptocurrency and NFTs is, is created this NFT line. And it's different in the sense of so many people were doing player cards, player cards, player cards, tradables, similar to Tops and Panini, which is great. I mean, they're awesome. There's a space for them. Don't get me wrong. But when you look at the most successful NFT projects out there that are not sports related, it's about building community. It's about bringing people together. It's about giving them what we like to say utility. If I own an NFT, what does this get me access to? So we went back. We, we created some really cool artwork, essentially. Um, a bulldog avatar. We then built traits on top of that avatar. So different skin colors, shirts, hats, eye traits, mouth traits, earrings, hats, stuff like that. We then partnered with 11 guys on the football team, Stetson Bennett, Nicobe Deans, Amir Wright, Brock Bowers, Keely Ringo, Chris Smith, Jake Camarda, guys like that. And told the fan base, like, listen, if you buy one of these NFTs, we're going to create interactions where you get to know former and current student athletes, get to interact with them. And then on top of it, you create an NIL opportunity with those players um, and for those players, because we know that's a very competitive space right now. So we create 4,500 of these NFTs along with our partner, Dapper Wallet. Dapper Wallet's a digital wallet that has the NBA, NFL, UFC, and us. So it's a super, super powerful relationship, very powerful ecosystem uh, in which sports fans are able to go out there and buy NFTs in one digital wallet. Uh, we dropped and released our NFTs, 4,500 versions of these, this Avatar Bulldog, uh, we sold out in three and a half hours. Um, we were able to pay our student athletes $305,000. So each athlete got right around $28,000. So huge NIL opportunity. We've created a lot of, once again, the utility aspect for our fans uh, through our Discord chat, which our players are on Discord. Uh, essentially right now we have 55 players on Discord interacting with our fans. Uh, we've also had golf tournaments, tailgates, parties, uh, in which our fans who own these NFTs get to interact with both former and co or current student athletes. So huge success at Georgia. We've now launched and have signed about you know 80 to 90 players at about 10 universities right now. So super excited about the future of, of bringing, like I said, and you know really humanizing these players and, and kind of demonstrating their unique talents off their you know off the field. Yeah, and you and I talked about it back when you were first launching in early January, and uh, UGA football really cooperated with you by making it to the national championship and then winning, <laughs> so you couldn't ask for better timing for your launch, and I'm glad that it worked out so well for the student-athletes that were involved. And as you and I were talking about this before we started recording, you know, you mentioned that now that has grown into, like you just said, events and in being able to grow the size of that initial class of student athletes. And now I think you said you have what about 45 UGA student athletes who are uh, part of this and are in discord and are involved. Yeah. So essentially what we've taken um, between the sales, what we got as a company in our secondary sales too, is you know, we took those 11 players. Obviously, they each got that $28,000, but we we want everyone to be involved. We want every one of these players at University of Georgia and at every university to get money. So essentially, we put on payroll 45 players at UGA who come in three times a week and interact with our fans on Discord. So we have Sunday night, Tuesday night, Wednesday night for 30 to 45 minutes. We have 15 players at a time jump into Discord. All of our fans know, and uh, it's we call it behind the jersey. 
and they just get to talk to the players, ask them questions. I mean, we're talking about basketball and baseball and Netflix shows and, you know, what's going on in the world, how the workout's going, some of the top plays from the spring game this past weekend for Georgia, stuff like that um, where the average fan feels like they get to just know the player. And then and, and our goal, too, is, you know, going back to this the humanizing the player is we know message boards. We know the traditional message boards. If you're a player and you go on there, all you see is this player sucks and why did he throw a pick and why did he fumble it and why did he blow the coverage and this that, and the other our hope and what we've seen so far through the first four months of this project is now these fans are getting to know these players on a different level where there's not that hate. This is a very safe place for these players to feel like they can jump into this discord. They can chat, they can interact, they can build their brand in a way that these fans now know them, they're buddy, buddy. And you get rid of all the nonsense. You get rid of all the hate, all the trash talk and all that. We don't allow it. We don't stand for it. Um, so like I said, a really safe place for a lot of really fun interaction. Yeah. And I feel like NIL has changed the student athlete experience obvious, in some obvious ways, but also how different is this experience now in terms of how close fans are able to get to student athletes? There used to be like this barrier and even as yep. media members, this barrier to get to student athletes where you had to go through the SID and they were unlikely to give you that access. And I feel like now student athletes really get to call the shots. And if they want to be around fans and they want to engage with them now, they can, is that what you see happening? Oh, hundred percent. These kids and you know, they, they're a lot more savvy when it comes to social media. And, and a lot of them do a great job of really showing their personalities. You know, it's funny. I was lucky enough to play in the NFL, had my cup of coffee, was in Kansas City for a couple of years. And yeah, I would always remember Saturday night, Andy Reid would always tell us, you know, let your personality shine. You know, before we went to bed and, you know, got to get to sleep, he said, make sure tomorrow when you wake up and get ready and you get on the field, let your personality shine. I think a lot of these kids are now savvy enough to do that, to be able to use Instagram and TikTok and show up to a local restaurant or whatever it is, whatever opportunity they get and demonstrate to them and to these fans who they are. Like I said, being a former student athlete, I have the same feeling. I'm not just a football player. Like people look at me like, oh, you're Aaron Murray, the former UJ quarterback. I'm like, no, I'm Aaron Murray, the 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 husband, the the father, the dude that loves to play golf all the time, that you know, loves playing fetch and going to lake with my dogs. Like that's that's me. That's who I am. I'm not just don't put me in this football bubble. That's just a part of my life. And now these kids through these interactions and through these opportunities, I believe are really showing their fan base and and, and, and the rest of college football who they really are. And um, I love it, man. It's good for those kids. And, and, and I think it makes them feel a little bit comfortable being able to go out there and interact with those fans. I think it's good for fans too. And I think it's something you guys are doing really well. And some of the collectives are doing really well by having these discord channels or whatever platform people are using to bring fans together. Because when you're a fan and you talk on Twitter or on Facebook about your team, you have to hear from the fans of all the other teams too. And I have been in the discord channel uh, for your Georgia group there, even though I'm a Gator, I stay quiet, but it's been fun to observe as I've been reporting on you guys because it's such a positive, uplifting place. You don't have that negativity that you get when you have to fight with the fans of another team. So how have your fans responded to having that sense of community? Well, it's, it's great. And and first of all, we have moderators in each one of our... So the way our Discord is broken down to is there's a general chat area. 
So any fan for any university can go into that general chat and they can interact with each other. We want that. We want fans to be able to talk. Obviously, we have moderators to make sure everyone's being nice and respectful. And, you know, debate is great. We love debate, but just keep it in between the lines is all we ask for. And then there's sub channels. So each university has their own. If you go to our Discord right now at the Players Lounge, you'll see Georgia and Texas and Oklahoma and Texas A&M. And you'll see Clemson and Auburn and Alabama and UNC and these Tennessee and these other schools will be adding here in the next couple of weeks. That is where our players and those fans will technically live. That's where you'll get to interact with your star quarterback and running back and DB and D-line and O-line. That's where you'll get that real true interaction that you usually aren't used to getting. So, uh, but yeah, it is a very safe place. Like I said, we, we, you know, I've talked to a lot of parents and they're like, well, talk to me about this discord. Or, you know, I don't want my son or, you know, or daughter because we have a bunch of very talented female athletes, a part of the players on right now being in a space where negativity is. And we're like, no, 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 no. We got, like I said, we have moderators for each one of our channels. People are there and, and, and kind of what we always tell the fans too that are in our discord it's an, it's an honor and it's a privilege to be here. You, know, you get an opportunity to, to get to know these players, to get to hang out with some incredible fans. Uh, don't squander that opportunity by acting like an idiot. And, and we've had no issues. And, you know, hopefully we stay like that. So talk to me a little bit about how this has grown beyond NFTs, because when we had our first conversations back in January, you were getting ready for that big NFT drop, which went incredibly well. But how has this translated to in-person events? I know you just did something with the spring game. Tell us more about that. Yeah, so we had our first um, for the utilities, big utilities, obviously the Discord. Um, that's been awesome. And then we had our first golf tournament. Uh, we had our first party and our first tailgate leading all up to G-Day. We had about 15 to 24 former lettermen, myself, Keith, Champ Bailey, Orson Charles, Noshan Marino, Tavares Keen, guys like that. Uh, Malcolm Mitchell that showed up to the event, went to the golf outing, went to the parties, went to the tailgates, had a blast with the fans, had over 500 fans that own these NFTs at all three of those events. Um, so it was awesome, awesome, awesome. We got a bunch of great footage that's coming out. Uh, we've had the opportunity to partner with a large marketing firm called Hit Network. Uh, that does is is one of the top experts when it comes to cryptocurrency and NFTs. They have a, a team of about 60 to 7 employees that all they do is focus on digital content, digital creation. So their ability, I mean, our golf tournament, I've never seen so many golf um, cameras at a golf tournament since I've been, you know, was at Augusta a few weeks ago. I mean, we had drones and footage, I mean, so much footage and so much activity, but that's where the world is nowadays. I mean, obviously we love the in-person, that's what that was for. But the digital content that, content that we're able to create so that fans that weren't there get to kind of feel the experience and see the experience and get them saying, hey, man, I want to make sure I go to that next tournament. So we had a we had a blast. It was a lot of fun and, and looking forward to doing more tailgates uh, and events this summer as we really build this thing out for our fans. And I think in the beginning, as NIL came into the discussion, there was fear from people who worked inside athletic departments about how this might negatively impact the athletic department. You know, there was talk about whether brands that had been partnering with athletic departments would now use that spend on student athletes. And so they wouldn't be spending it with the athletic department anymore. But actually what I've seen as NIL has started to play out is I think that outside organizations that have formed from the collectives to people like you all, to some of the marketplaces, uh, not only have found new revenue opportunities for universities who've been able to partner uh, and allow student athletes to use their intellectual property and that kind of thing, but also how you guys have mobilized fan bases and gotten them excited and 
produced these extra events and these extra opportunities to get to know the student athletes. And so it seems to me like this is a net positive for everyone around college sports and that really it's something that's only going to help athletic departments uh, get their fan base excited by having these kind of events and having this sort of access to the student athletes. What has the reception been like from University of Georgia's athletic department with you guys? Oh, they love it. Um, you know, obviously any opportunity you get to make a statement when it comes to uh, the recruiting world through NIL, you know, that, that's the name of the game nowadays, you know, kids um, and you can't blame them for it. They want to go places to win a championship, but they really want to go places to make money too. And if you can do both, why would you not go to that university for the next three, four five years? So uh, yeah, it's been very, very positive. And I also want to hit on you with the opportunities now the average fan can, can have when it comes to maybe even, building their brands or their organizations. You know, we had the other day in our Discord chat, uh, one of our players that was in there saying, hey, man, I'm looking forward to getting, you know, spring ball done in the sense of I'm going to get some time to go fishing. <laughs> Does anyone know a good spot where I can go fishing? And this person's like, hey, yeah, like, come on out. I got tons of acres. I got lakes. I got this and the other. You know, I'll take you bass fishing. Or I'm not a fisherman, so I think it was bass fishing. <laughs> so what we're doing is we're getting our content team to partner with them because they own a ton of land in Georgia to go with the kid to shoot footage of him fishing and hunting and all that good stuff. I mean, they're Georgia kids, so they like to fish and hunt. Uh, I'm a Florida boy. That's not really my thing, but hey, <laughs> we're power for them. And, and, and then creating NFTs off of that, in which if you buy one of these NFTs, you either go hunting and fishing. We've also had brands come to us and players come to us saying, hey, Aaron, I saw you got those sweet new Mira clubs. I love, you know, they looked awesome. How can I get me a pair? I call Mira up. Mira says, let's make it happen. We're, I'm taking three players golfing this weekend, and we're going to shoot a bunch of content with them, create NFTs of them playing golf with Mira clubs. If you buy one of those NFTs, you have to go golfing with those players. Like Stuff like that where brands and even people are reaching out because they're seeing the personality of these players, wanting to work with them and wanting them to represent their companies. Um, so, yeah, I think the universities are all for it. The, the, the more you can opportunities you can create for those players – the more likely they're going to stay at their, your, your university. Yeah. Um, so I think it's a win-win for everyone. And I think you all are working towards licensing agreements with some of these universities as well that would allow you to expand even more what you're doing in the NFT space and and maybe with some physical merchandise and other things like that too. Yeah. I mean, we want, we want to make it as authentic to each university as we can. So obviously home base with us was, was University of Georgia. Uh, our next step was going out there and signing what we call ambassadors uh, at each university. You know, so we've signed guys like Jacob Hester and Derek Johnson and Brian Jones and, you know, former players and alumni at each university that represented their school extremely well. Sammy Coates and Rashad Johnson at Auburn and, and Alabama, guys like that. Um, so we've signed ambassadors and players up at LSU, Texas, Oklahoma, Texas A&M, Alabama, Auburn, UNC, Tennessee, Clemson, uh, and, and we've signed ambassadors up at Florida and University of Miami. We'll be bringing this project shortly, too. So uh, we're really, really excited about, um, you know, partnering with them, getting the licensing. Um, you know, luckily for us, we have a very good relationship with CLC, been working closely with them uh, and Fanatics uh, to make sure that we make this as authentic to each university as we can. And part of that is, is being able to, you know, hopefully use the IP and, and trademarks of those universities. 
And as you guys expand to additional schools, I mean, will it look mostly the same as it has looked at Georgia and you'll just keep duplicating that? Or is it a little different with each university partner? Or I guess you're not partnering with the university, but with each university that you move into. I would say it's, it's going to be very similar. You know, Georgia was the test model. It's gone extremely well. Um, and, and obviously we're going to get into each university. And that's part of the reason why we do sign on and, and bring on these ambassadors because they know the flavor of those towns, of the universities, of the, the fans and the student athletes better than we do. Um, but, you know, what we tell them and what we tell even, you know, collectives that we're working with or hoping to work with here in the future is we're going to do what we do best. And we're going to help you and, and allow you to do what you do best and take stuff off your plate. And what we do really well is obviously the NFT creation, um, the whole back end to, to, to what goes on on that whole side of the world uh, with the creation when it comes to YouTube and social, um, when it comes to the community building, especially through Discord and how all that works. We'll take care of the back end of all of that. You can take care of what you do well. And a lot of these, you know, NFTs are not NFTs, but collectives and ambassadors what they do well is, is the in-person experiences the tailgates um the you know event at your local restaurant stuff like that so i think it's a perfect relationship and marriage where we can take some stuff off their plate they took stuff off our plate and because um, no one can do everything you know you just can't you, you can't do all the production and, and you just you'll, you'll wear yourself out so um i think this is an opportunity and we're going to be proving this out here shortly with some collectives um, to show that, hey, we can work in unison to really drive as much value to the fans and obviously drive a lot of money and value to these players while building their brands. You know, one thing I thought was really neat when you came to this, came to me with this idea back in January was that it was former student athletes who were wanting to give back and help the current student athletes, even though unfortunately none of you guys had the opportunity to make money on your name, image, and likeness while you were in college. And at Georgia, former players were so supportive of that. What has that looked like as you started to move into other schools? Are there former student athletes from those other schools that are really excited to get involved as well? Oh, yeah. And uh, I, I can't tell on this, but we we have some really big time players that are going to be signing on for us uh, here in the near future at places like LSU and Alabama. So super, super excited about making that announcement here in the next couple of weeks. Um, but, yeah, I think there's a pride level for all of us former players. You know, I don't think there's any kind of jealousy, maybe a little bit of jealousy. Not a lot of jealousy. <laughs> We're happy. Uh, we all believe that it's long overdue that these kids should be getting paid. And plus, we all see the landscape. We do understand, and I've said it, that kids want to go to universities that pay, not technically the university, but they have opportunities to make money. And we all want our universities to win and win championships and win you know, SEC and Big Ten and ACC championships, all that good stuff. So if they are able to help drive money to those players and make sure that they stay at those universities or even entice players from the high school ranks or the transfer portal – so, hey, man, if I go to so-and-so university, hey, if I go to Georgia, man, there's that NFT group that just paid those dudes $305,000. There's an opportunity for me to make money just on that one deal alone. I better check out Georgia. They take pride in that, and they're willing to help out. So, yeah, we got a lot of former players at those universities, not just our ambassadors, but other players, too, that we're going to be announcing that are super excited to help the project. I know you guys have been kind of drinking from a fire hose. This has all happened, you know, really quickly since you had the Georgia launch. But what does the future look like for the Players Lounge? What are your big picture goals, say, over the next year? Yeah, so our goal is, you know, right now we're anticipating to have 
seven, eight launches, hopefully this summer. Um, we'll be announcing those dates here shortly. Um, but, you know, between LSU, Texas, Oklahoma, Alabama, Auburn, UNC, Clemson, Tennessee, um, and I'm probably missing a couple more too, but uh, we got a lot of players signed up. We got a lot of um, very uh, engaged fans that are excited to to be a part of this community, excited to obviously help out when it comes to NIL. Um, I think for us, the big thing right now is just education. You know, NFTs is still very new to a lot of people. They don't really get what it is. You know, the way we've sort of bridged that gap is by, you know, kind of creating the, um, the, the messaging of what it is. Essentially, it's a digital ticket. When you buy a ticket to go to a game nowadays, most likely your ticket's on your phone. It's it's the world we live in. Not, not, a, not everyone has hard tickets anymore. You scan that ticket. The barcode is what you're buying. The university slaps on some really cool artwork so that you want to keep it. Maybe you print it out. Maybe you make a poster. You put it on your wall and it's it's advertisement. All the NFT is the same thing. There's a digital code that goes with that NFT. We put some really cool artwork on top of it. The difference between us and a, fan, and a normal ticket is the NFT cannot be duplicated. There's a digital code that goes with each an NFT that cannot be duplicated. So that's really the, the major difference, but essentially they act as the same thing. So for us, the education piece as we go to each university is is going to be the challenge um we know that we you know i would say most of our fans at georgia who bought into this project were first time nft holders were first time discord holders um that still didn't stop them but um <laughs> they've really enjoyed uh this 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 extreme uh, extremely fun ride we've been on these past four months and my very first NFT was from you guys as well. You guys let me create one. Uh, you talked earlier about all the different characteristics you could give with earrings and necklaces. And I think mine has a crown. And uh, so my very first NFT is from you guys as well. So thank you for introducing me to the NFT world. <laughs> I'm still I mean, learning. It is. I think to me, that's that's what really excites us about our project is, you know, I went and spoke to 10 plus fraternities about three weeks ago at UGA. And the first thing I asked, and you would think 18 to 22 year olds, you know, hey, they'll know what an NFT is. They'll know what cryptocurrency is. 15% of them knew. So probably even the less fans out there know what an NFT is. So, you know, more the more that people understand what they are, the more that we demonstrate the utility of it. It's not just some artwork that lives in my phone, but it, it has the access to give you, um, you know, gives you access to events and interactions with the players and the NIL component as well. The more that we get out there with fans and educate them on that, I think the bigger and more exciting this community is going to be for us. Well, thanks for coming on and educating all of us a little bit more about NFTs and what you guys are doing and what your expansion looks like. I think it's all really exciting. Where can people go on the web to find out more about the Players' Lounge? Yeah, you can find us on all the social medias at The Players Lounge, and it's just TH. There's no E in there. Uh, or do you go to our website, which does have an E, theplayerslounge.io. Uh, you can go in there. You can go to our marketplace. You can go buy um, and sell all the DGDs or digitally generated dogs, which are for our Georgia players. Uh, and then you can start seeing some of our other ones and get all the updates on when we're launching our next projects across the country. Great. Thank you so much, Aaron. Thank you. Thank you again to Aaron Murray for sharing more with us about how the Players Lounge is expanding and growing and the new opportunities and ideas that they have there. I just think what they're doing here in the NIL space is incredible and can't wait to see where it goes from here. 
Thank you also for joining the Business of College Sports podcast. We so appreciate you. Thank you for tuning in. If you have time to go over to iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts and rate and review the podcast, I would be so thankful. That helps people find us in those podcast apps and helps me continue to get great guests like Aaron Murray here on the podcast. Thank you, and I hope you have a fantastic week.